invitations, we showed up and made it. No invitations, we showed up and made it. No invitations, we showed up and made it. Showed up and made it. Showed up and made it. It can get scary when you legendary. You legendary. Yo, episode 278. We made it podcast. 278. Absolutely. We've had a lot of 70s and a lot of 8s in this uh, journey of ours, and we're keeping on rolling. As you may have noticed, um, if you're watching this on YouTube, which the numbers have been kind of interesting lately. Um, yeah, actually, let me, let me let me check real fast. Uh, Holly is not here. Holly um, went to go um, help the brave soldiers in Ukraine. She's um, out there fighting the good fight. You know what I mean? We're cheering her on from over here. Question. Uh, will Holly help Armenia after? Will she help Armenia after? After um, she's done. I know it's busy out there in Ukraine, but after she got some time, can she go help out the genocide? Or what's going on there? Is there is there another Armenian genocide going on? <laughs> is there another 100? I mean, on CBS Euro, the, the, the guy mentioned it. When the one Armenian team was playing, he said there's a gen- Armenian genocide going on. I was like, whoa. <laughs> Buddy, you're exaggerating. Better go off. <laughs> whoa. So I don't know. Uh, you know, he said it's, a, it's, it's really bad over there right now. It's a genocide. I was like. You're doing yeah. a lot, buddy. Euro League coverage going in right now, dog. We're not going to get that deep into what's going on there, but I do know <laughs> about it, and that guy's exaggerating. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but no, yeah, Holly's uh, Holly's uh, a little bit under the weather, but she's good. She'll be back next week, hopefully, um, from out there in Canada. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, Ukraine, she'll be back. Um, but in the meantime, I was not able to watch any Champions League matches. And I think because I told Caesar I wasn't going to, then he didn't either. Um, I knew it. I knew it. <laughs> but it's all good. We're here to just recap the group stages of – UEFA Champions League, UEFA Europa League, and UEFA UEFA Conference League. Our favorite. Yeah. And, uh, you know, just do a rundown. And then after that, we'll talk about Caesars, one of Caesars' favorite players, um, the certified divorced dad, Gerard Piquet, retiring allegedly this Saturday. Hmm. This Saturday? That's what he said. But I got my eye on him. Okay. Um. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah, damn. Uh, <laughs> but Caesar, we did get the um, the finally the group stage of Champions League ended. Let's get, let's start at the top. Let's go through these groups and tell me what you think about him. Group A, Napoli finished top of the group, tied on points with Liverpool. Actually, um, Liverpool won that last match. They both ended with fifteen points, but um. Napoli's goal differential was higher, uh, but Napoli, then Liverpool, then Ajax, and Rangers crashed out getting zero points and uh, only scoring two goals total with a negative 20 goal differential. You love to see it. Awesome. I, I wish I, I wish I would have thought to pull up our predictions. <laughs> they probably, you probably would have said, you probably said Ajax is going to win. <laughs> yeah, we, we, I think we fell off very hard. Well, what do you think about Group A? Napoli finishing top, Liverpool finishing second. Shocking, but fun to see. Let's keep it going. 
Uh, Liverpool and Napoli both only had um, six goals given up against them. I mean, it's kind of crazy, like the narrative between Napoli and the narrative about Liverpool. I'm sorry, the never- narrative about Napoli, the narrative about Liverpool. Yeah, it's like, so funny and, they finish so similar, but they get contrast reports about them. They're talking like Liverpool is like burning into pieces and it's over. I mean, even Chris texted me saying like, is it possible for your team to win Champions League and get relegated? Sad face emoji. And then like, but they finish like almost exactly the same, but it looks like Napoli is like, oh, this is this is a, a miracle season, a swan song. But Liverpool's like, everybody's everybody sucks. This team's old. They're trash. They're done for. Fire clop. I'm like, what? Yeah, I mean, it's, not, yeah. it's not like Napoli beat everyone four zero, but I mean, I you know, yeah, I mean, people, people um, love a dark horse. People love a dark horse. Napoli scored three more goals in Liverpool in the in the group stage, but yeah, they finished same on points. I mean, obviously Liverpool's doing bad in Premier League. I think they're tenth in EPL yeah. right now. But um, you know, they finished strong by beating Napoli that last match. Like that was a big deal for them. Like I feel like if they would have lost or drew that match, it would look a lot worse. But them getting that win was like, okay, we're still Liverpool. Like we're not like it, we're we're not man you. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then Ajax getting Europa League was, I mean, you know, that's kind of where they should have been in that group. Yeah, Actually, Ajax, Ajax, they have a fun team. They're a cool team, but it's just they don't really have, like, that guy on their team anymore. They lost, they lost, they did, they lost a lot of players from their yeah. season last year. You know, when you lose Anthony and you lose Holler, those are big, both threats on your team, big, big players, and didn't really get a response to getting the, the Compton's finest um uh that winger they have from Tottenham. Oh um um B- uh some B, something to B. Bergwin? Yeah, Bergwin, yeah, yeah. Steve. Yeah, yeah. Bergwine straight out of Compton, you know, like uh, he he hasn't, you know, it's just tough to do it. But I like Ajax. I I don't have any hate towards Netherlands. I'll be watching some games low key. I I like it. Yeah. Um and it, Europa League it, is fun, dog. Europa League's fun. No, you're Europa League's good for them. Um group B this one was uh this one we were calling this a Europa League group. Um <laughs> this one Porto finishes top with 12 points. Then Club Brugge finishes second with 11. They were first before, right? Uh, no, Porto was killing it this whole time actually. Okay. Um or what no no, it was Brugge yeah. actually was killing mm-hmm. it. Yeah, they were first I think. Uh, then Bayer Leverkusen finishes third with five points, and because Atletico Madrid is trash, they finish last and are out of Europe completely on five points. That's one of, like, the best things ever. Like, that's the flame out I wanted Barcelona to do, and that's, like, so good. I mean, Caesar with the COVID sneeze. Um, No, I mean, honestly, this group on paper is, like, rough. Like, nobody's watching these matches. But, like, the fact that Atletico Madrid, like, they – like, I don't know what's going on with Simeone and Joao Felix, but I, we've been saying since day one that he shouldn't have gone there and it sucks that he's there. But, like, now Simeone is just, like, not even playing him for whatever reason. Well – And, like and, – and, and There's a reason. There's a reason. Well, well, I saw – Joao Felix came in the match in, in La Liga last week – this past weekend. Um – he he scored a nice goal from outside the box, and then there was like an overhead kick that got. It was it was on frame, but I think it got countered as an own goal. 
Um, Atleti, we've been saying for so long about Simeone, like, it just doesn't make sense. Like, you have good players, you've had good players, and you just choose to not, like, just to, like, rein them in and, like, not let them play good football for whatever reason. And this is what happens, dude. And it's not even going to matter. Like, it's not going to matter. He's literally going to just be celebrated as like, like, like it's 10 years ago. It's like, no, dude, like this is the, this is a a team with a lot of money, the highest paid coach in the world. Y'all should be doing, but you're, you're signing players for a hundred million dollars. You should be doing better than this. I agree. I mean, I think one of the bigger issues is that Simeone has like that. He, every time I think of Simeone, I think of that Kanye line where he said like, I could say anti-Semitic things and Adidas won't fire me, like that line that Kanye said. You got to do it like Kanye did. (laughs) I can say anti-Semitic things about Jewish people and Adidas can't fire (laughs) me. First of all, you're way off. (laughs) Is that how he does it? I can say say anti-Semitic shit and Adidas won't drop me. It won't drop me. Then he he says the second time. No, dog, no, you messed me up, dude. <laughs> I can say anti-Semitic shit and Adidas won't drop me. Now what? <laughs> you did too fast. It's, I can say anti-Semitic things about this. <laughs> <laughs> See, I can say anti-Semitic shit about Adidas. Oh my god! <laughs> anyway, I think the Kanye line that most describes Simeone is. I am a god. Damonage. Um. Yeah. Uh. It's probably out of the biggest clubs in the world. Probably one of the most horrific formations I've ever seen in terms of setting up offense and making a constructive offensive uh, uh, plays. And especially one of the worst teams for development of players. Oh, I'd the say. worst! It, it's literally like... Well, it's, I, I'd rather you go to LA Galaxy. It, uh, uh, I'm sure that Hickey Puig little dude has developed significantly more playing in LA than he would if Barcelona sent him to Atletico. Like he, he's already probably gotten so much better doing that. For it's sure. detrimental for you. It's, it's, it's not even... But it used to be for two years constructive for the success of the club, but not constructive to the player. Neither is happening anymore. There's no success on either ends. So when the well runs dry, what, what are we still doing here? When Joao Felix went, I we legit said on here, I'm like, that sucks. Like, this is a talented kid. There's a lot of talent there. He He, he almost reminds me of like a little bit like more silky like a little faster version of like Dion. like Dion is a deeper center mid because he's more two-way but like he's like a, a good like that's a that's a kid you can form into a traditional cam like he, he he's not a he's not a nine he's right no, behind no. the striker he can get a crack and he's silky and you're never gonna be able to do that effectively at Atletico Madrid like it does not work like this but you know what sucks it's like he's been there so long it's like hard to know what he even does anymore it's like I don't even know what he is anymore because you know I he is. All play. they do, all they do, is they run like a four four two or a five three, yeah, whatever, and they just have him like kind of floating around. And I'm like, 
you're not going to get better if you just throw someone up in the front and you're just like, find a way to do something. Our defense will cover you. Or you do that to a veteran, a veteran, a player that like a Falcom is a player that is like, oh, I've had this staple, this game I've created. I can make opportunities happen any moment. You don't do that to a 19-year-old on this team that has no offensive. Real Madrid did it, but they have a system. They said, here's the system. Here's the offense we run. Be uh, aggressive here, and things will come to you if you if you uh, make yourself opportunity. And keep working hard. But but even but even with uh, John Felix, I've seen matches where like he's dropping back hell he's all over the place. He's like literally like back there at Griezmann playing. Uh, I've seen him play right striker, and then he's like a left center, left left uh, wing, a left back. back. I love back. Like, <laughs> what are we doing here? Like, no, it's it's really bad. They got Griezmann playing CDM. Oh, literally, literally, he's like slide tackling more than Verratti. Like, it's really bad, and like, I don't know. It, it's just unfortunate that a team with so much potential, as far as like fan base, and they got a brand new stadium, and they got a lot of money, they can't make a situation where they're doing things consistently good with good players and developing players is really a shame. And they're literally paying a dude. Whoa. They're paying, they're, they're having a dude out there that's getting the highest wages in the world to like, with no pressure. And I actually seen something they were talking about, like, Oh, um, they were talking about um, Simeone, maybe going to Tottenham. And I'm like, that'd be really great. This dude goes from one club with no pressure to another club with no pressure. Like there's he no pressure to, be, to win. He, he, there's no pressure on to win there. There's no pressure for him to like. Literally, literally, you got videos of people putting Conte cheering because you know Tottenham was was beating Marseille in Europa League. I'm like, yeah, but also Tottenham has like a 450 million dollar budget every year. So if this is a crowning achievement. I'm like, all right, man. Like I like to see a coach just like. I mean, we're supposed to win this. Like yeah. literally, I want a coach to go to coach at Tottenham and be in Europa League and be like. Honestly, yeah, we're they're in, Champions, they're in Champions League. Well, you know what I mean. Like you're, you're supposed to, like these games are supposed to win. You know what I yeah. mean. Like so, yeah. so it's like I, I Simeone. It's it's so annoying, and, and it sucks that players' careers have entirely been destroyed or like adjusted in some unforeseen way for really, really eye eyeball emoji financial moves. Uh, like the China moves were kind of weird um, with some of the players. I'm like, mm, like. That's an interesting that you're sending a player to a team that's also a big sponsor for your club out there, Built and then stadium. he just comes back, Built and they were like loaning players there. I'm like, um, built, built that stadium, and also Wanda Corporation also owns AMC. I'm theater. like, um, a suspect emoji, suspect emoji. I don't know what's going on there. So exactly, yeah. Uh, but anyway, let's go to Group C. Um, yeah, Group C. <laughs> group C was uh, we kind of talked about it a lot already, but um, Bayern won the group six and zero, perfect record. Um, Inter was second, obviously. Um, th- this group was decided early, kind of. Um, yeah. And also, Last we got, week. yeah, we got Barcelona in Europa League, and then Victoria and also zero points. Barcelona, Barcelona on that uh, lower quality again. Absolutely, lower um, quality let, cameras in, in Europa League. <laughs> yeah, um, let's go to Group D because this was sad, <clears throat> sad and kind of not sad actually. Um, group D, Tottenham ended up winning the group on like a last second goal against Marseille. Boo! Um, Eintracht First Frankfurt. half, Marseille was kind of going and getting cracking though. <laughs> Eintracht Frankfurt um, got this uh, got second spot with ten points. 
Sporting Lisbon ended up getting the third spot going to Europa League and Marseille finished dead last. The only reason I'm kind of happy about this is that like I like now I'm just like I don't care about watching them no more for real. <laughs> like I'm just like, okay, that's another team I don't like. There's no obligation for me to watch. I felt like when they're in Champions League, I want to watch them in the league and then play Champions League. But now I'm like, nah, I can just like watch Valencia with Cavani and then I can just pick whoever else I want to watch. I don't feel like, oh, I need to watch. Valencia and Cavani is definitely a good Saturday morning. Yeah. Like now I'm just like, okay. Like, I'm like, I don't, am I going to watch Marseille? Like maybe, like maybe I'll watch them against in like a big game just to see. You know what started it? It started Hmm. when they got Sanchez. You were already like, come on, dog. Why are you doing this to me? Well, actually when I watched them play was good, but they, but then the guy, this is what I think happened with Marseille. Okay, we'll give give OM a little little time. What I think happened was they had that early success. It was working well for them in the beginning of the season. Champions League, it wasn't so much, but in the league, but but even in Champions League, they they lost that first match against Tottenham, but they were playing playing really well, and then they got a red card, and then it went bad. Um, The next one was against Eintracht Frankfurt, where there was like they were playing well, but it just didn't like work out. Then they got then they beat. Sporting Lisbon twice, and they're still doing good in the league. What happened? Igor Tudor started filling himself, which which is what happens with managers a lot of times. Start filling yourself, and you start tinkering a lot. He started tinkering. They lost like five games in a row. I think four or five games in a row they just lost, and and it backfired. You're tinkering too much. Tinkering Tudor. You got to do what works. And you got Dimitri Payet. I know he's older, but you can't be like leaving him out of like three games in a row, dude. Like he's too good for that. And it's it's like also not even the time in his career. It's the only time in his career we're gonna be able to play this much. You know what I mean? Like to do three games out, I'm like, no, he's he's you need like, him out there. You need if, him out there. If he was like not like the times where he's played, he performs. It's like I know he's old, but like dog, I mean Herrett. And and you know who else he's been leaving out? Jerson. I'm like, yeah. What's up with the Jerson thing? I'm like, dude. Like, you got two of your best players. Like, Dimitri Payet and Jerson and Guendouzi are your best players. Like, those are your best players. It's and so you can, weird that he's not starting Jerson. I saw yeah. that, and there was like a report saying like he there in Brazil. They were saying like, oh, like he was like having some coach uh, disagreements or something like that. And but they said they're all good now. And but they are. He is going to be looking to move. I'm like. What, 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 why would you, what, if it ain't broke, why don't fix it, dog? Tinkering, tinkering. You got to put your best players out there, dude. Yeah, like dude. Jordan Veritude, like he shouldn't, like, yeah, that's cute. But like, I mean, Harriet and, and Jordan Veritude, like, dog, put Payette, put Jerson in, put Gwendozy deeper. Like, you're putting Gwendozy closer to the goal. And it's like, no, dude, put Jerson up there, dog. That's Jerson scored eight goals last year doing that. No. But tinkering, and maybe his attitude, I don't know. Like, maybe, like, the players aren't vibing with him. But it really sucks that Marseille was, you know, maybe maybe somebody could easily predict them not going through to Europa League but or, or, or into round of 16, but they had a chance. And it's like, dog, like, you just tinkered too much, dude. Yeah, you only got two wins and no draws. Two wins against Sporting Lisbon, and they still finished ahead of you. 
went out on a last minute goal, like a goal in the last in the dying seconds, went out on a goal on a yeah. counterattack. It's heartbreaking. Yeah, but I mean, I'm not surprised. Um, anyway, Group E, it was it was close for your boys Milan, but they did finish second. Chelsea finished first uh, on 13 points. Then Milan finished second on 10 points. My, Red my Bulls is strong. <laughs> Red Bull Salzburg is going to Europa League and Dinamo Zagreb. Even though they did beat Chelsea, they are out. Um, Yikes. It'll be interesting to see um, what happens with uh, Milan. I feel like, you know. I think they're, I think they're like, I think they're, they're like a sleeper team for like. Kind of. I agree. Like, like if you're, if let, let's say you get a matchup where it's like, I don't know. Let, let's say it's, it ends up being like Byron and Milan. Like, of course, every person be like, oh, you know, Byron's going to like, you know, beat them or whatever. Yes. But you know, you have an off day where it's weird. Like they, they can catch you slipping. They they have that they have that kind of counterattack team where you know they like to send their fullback way up there, and that's where they get robbed. They get destroyed because they don't have anybody back. But you know, you might be sleeping, having one of them sixty percent possession games, and they, they sneak one in there with just one touch. You never know, dog. I'll say this about Milan: you got not, not going to go deep, but they can catch a first first round win for sure. They they could potentially play against Napoli, Porto. I'm gonna say the teams that they have a chance against. I, I don't think they have a chance against okay. Bayern. No. Um, so it's, they got, why are they second? Milan second. Oh, okay. Sorry, sorry, sorry. You're yeah. Right. So they could play against Napoli, Porto, oh. Tottenham. Um, yeah. Or Benfica. I mean, and there's other teams they could play against that I think will Th- beat. Those them. are one. Those are probably the stronger ones too. That they could beat those. No, no. These are the teams that they have. Those a are teams against. they can beat. Yeah, they don't have a chance against Man City, Real Madrid, Chelsea. No, 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 no. I'm, <laughs> Bayern. I'm they would have had a chance if a Barca advanced. <laughs> um, no, I know, I know what you're. I'm just saying, like they're they're like a little like a little sleeper team. Yeah, for sure, for sure. They could definitely catch get out that first round, which would be huge for Milan. Yeah, they could, they could. Mm-hmm. Um, Group F, we had <clears throat> excuse me, Real Madrid finishing first, Red Bull Leipzig finishing second, and then Shakhtar finishing it uh, in the Europa League spot, and then Celtic is out of there. Just wanted to say real quick, I'm happy for Shakhtar. They uh, at least have yeah. Europa League. Not because it's like, oh, like a lot of the commentators are talking about it in the sense of like, oh, well, it's because the competition level. I don't really care about that. I just think it's good that they have another pipeline of receiving more funds for the club, more money. Um, they go to Europa League. There's more chances for them to make money, get a better result, better yeah. attention. These They played their first, they played like one of their first few home games in Ukraine recently. Oh, and nice. then a nine, they had a 90 minute delay because of a bomb threat. So these dudes is going through. You, 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 probably, you probably called it in. No, no, it's not me. Uh, I wouldn't do that to Holly. Um, so I, I just thought that um, for what they're going through, goes transcends beyond the sport, and it's geopolitical, and it's a, a lot of politics and war involved in a sport that people told us that there's no relation between soccer and politics. Well, my friend, this is an example where it does. <laughs> so you know they're playing in Poland for the champion for the Europa League. Hope bet, wish the best of them. You know, and they're doing their thing, especially with the team that got lost 11 players in that summer. You know who told us that? A dude who was a war refugee. Wow. Um, uh, Group G, Man City finished top of the group, but not the prettiest record. Four wins and two draws. Hmm. Um, Dortmund finished second, then Sevilla finished third in Europa League, and Copenhagen, the um, dipping the tobacco company, finished uh, fourth. Then we had Group H, which um, was a wild finish, actually. Benfica ended up finishing top of the group because basically the, what I heard was this was the seventh tiebreaker against PSG 
because they have the same uh, points and the same goal differential, and they drew each other twice. But PSG beat Juve 2-1. So Benfica needed to win by five goals to get first place. And my, they won. my team. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. And then so Benfica won six to one against Maccabee Haifa. And yeah, so they finished top of the group. I mean, finishing top of the group, I mean, it doesn't I, I'm not gonna say it doesn't matter, but like excuse me, you can still catch a hard team finishing top of the group for sure. I, I don't really know much about is it is it is it pronounced how you pronounce it? Maccabi? So who cares? Okay, well, Maccabi, I don't really know much about them. I have opinions about teams from. I don't have opinions right now. It's it's it's. I think it's tense to 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 around. You know, it's Ugh. tense. It's tense right now. It's, I'm just it's Kanye's fault. It's tense. It's Kanye. It's Kanye's fault. It's tense right now. That's what I'm trying to say. Normally, I would say wilder stuff in the show, but it's tense. I just think that what Benfica did is gangster, and I think that they lived. I don't think. Benfica sat in the locker room and was like, listen, we got to score six goals. <laughs> and we did it. I think they were just kind of vibing. And then I'm sure someone in Thailand was like, hey, if you score one more, we're first. They're like, all right. And they just started getting it going. Cause, and also, big shout out to João Mario. Oh, my God, dog. He's so good. God, I, I, I swear to God, people trying to – I'm not trying to be mean about him too, but – People show me or trying to tell me, oh, what about Erickson? Look how Erickson's playing. I'm like, that's cute and everything. But, like, I'm like, you can't look at Joao Mario and, and Erickson and be like, Joao Mario is like two Ericksons out there. It's like, oh, yeah. he's, he, he's doing, he, he's a player <clears throat> where you're trying to teach a kid how to be like a real good attacking midfielder. Yeah. And you're like, look how much of a presence he is on the field. Like, he doesn't disappear. You always kind of see him, like, lurking and floating he and wants the being ball. involved. Yeah, and he if he gets the ball, the ball uh, you know, a, a goalie starts planting his feet immediately. Like, mm-hmm. oh, and his ball could get over here. So dangerous. Love that. And that outside foot shot, so nasty. He's really good. Yeah, no, he did his thing. Great and player. Then, and then look at Benfica beating uh, Maccabee Haifa 5-1. And this is a team that – and Maccabee Haifa beat Juve. Um, and then the Juve PSG game was weird too. What's going on? Like literally, Caesar Juve. That is such a that's such a toxic group. I don't even. That group is so weird. Juve finished Champions League group stage on three points, dude. They like hold on. Let me, they didn't let do me. as bad as they didn't do as bad as Atletico though. Oh no, they did worse, Caesar. No, and every single and well, technically they did worse. In every single other group, three points, they would have been bottom of the group. And just because uh, Maccabee, just because the they had a so better bad. goal differential than Maccabee Haifa, they were above them. But yeah. three points would have been bottom in every single other group, dude. But because <laughs> of they played an Israeli team that shouldn't even be in UEFA, it would have been worse to see an Israeli team go to Europa. I'm like, what? That's not what are we doing here? That's not Europa. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but because of that, they get to go to Europa League. Juve does. Yeah. But, but three points would have been bottom of every single other group, dude. Commentators saying, look at this Europa League team, like, uh, and talking about Juve, a very dangerous team in Europa. I'm going to say it right what? here. I'm going to say it right here. I don't give a damn who they're matched. If they can get matched up with, with um, Olympicos, I don't know if they want today. I'm just guessing or whatever, right? <laughs> I know. 
whatever. I'm taking that team over Juve. I don't care who it is. You can show me the team, the Armenian team. I don't care, dog. Absolutely. Whoever it is, I'm taking them to win. Even it's Ludogrits. I'm like, Ludo kind of get it cracking, dog. Ludogrits is a good team. I'm picking them over Juve. I've watched Juve. Ben watched Juve this year. It's horrid. Even the PSG Even the PSG game was cringe, dog. It's cringe highlights. I'm like, I don't want to watch this, dog. They suck, dude. Literally. Such an ugly team. Oh, my God. Yeah. Speaking of Europa, let's get into Europa real fast. Um, What? Um, Fast rundown. Group A, Arsenal won the group uh, 15 points. Then PSV was second. I'm not going to be going over these other. Every other third and fourth team is some name I can't pronounce. They did lose to the, the PSV, by the way. Arsenal, yeah, they did. Um, You're welcome. Go ahead. Okay. Big dog status. <laughs> um, group B, Fenerbahce won the group. Uh, then Ren was second. Yeah. So we had some French representation here. Finally, goddamn. You feel me? Um, I did watch some Ren highlights from Champions from Europa League, and they were kind of balling. I like Ren. The, the, uh, the, like that striker, he's a little baller. I've seen him. Whatever his yeah, name yeah. Is. What's his name? Uh, he was at PSG for a little bit. Uh, Calamundo. Cal- Cal- yeah, Calamundo, Calamundo, yeah. whatever. Telemundo, he's good. He's good. You're a piece of shit. <laughs> uh, group C, Real Betis won the group, and then Roma got second. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and it was close because Ludogorets was beating them today. Roma made it through. They made it through, but Ludogorets was beating them one zero for a while, but then Roma ended up winning. Um, T- Tammy's having a bad year. They, they, uh, Roma ended up winning three one, but I, I don't know, but it's probably because somebody on Ludogorets got a red card, and they probably yeah. scored after that. Then again, I haven't really watched one Roma game this year, so he could be balling with just no goals. Well, they were talking about oh Roma, but I'm like, dog, they didn't really do that well in this Europa League against. Yeah, I mean the big big Jose. I mean everybody knows year two Jose. Everybody knows you get a little tired of it. I'm just saying it's 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 a consistent prophecy. <laughs> in, a, in a group with Real Betis, Ludogorets, and some <laughs> club called HJK. Like you would have thought they did better, but no. AJK dog, don't be that, that's not kind of like a gang affiliation. I'm not making fun of them. Yes, you feel me? Um <laughs> group group D, I almost mm. don't even want to mention them. That's fine. Um group E, Real Sociedad and Man U go through both on 15 points, but Real Sociedad was ahead of them based on goal differential. Um and then we had group F. Find G. Oh wow! Every team in this group f- finished on eight points with the same record. That's hilarious. Very Europa League. Um, so Feyenoord, uh, Mid Midtjylland, Lazio, and SK Sturmgrass. That's a dope <laughs> ass name. SK John Deere Sturmgrass. That's hard. <laughs> Uh, so Feyenoord, Stalingrad, okay, bet, 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 bet. Feyenoord and Michelin go through. Lazio is out. Oh no, well, Mobley! I don't think he's even played. Who? Mobley. I don't know, but damn. So, I mean, whatever. I don't. I. I Lazio. I got. I got. I'm still mad at Lazio. But Man, damn, I'm still, dude. I'm still mad at them about the whole bus thing. That that, that was funny. That, that you get out of here, dog. But I'm just saying, like, damn, you couldn't go ahead of Michelin. Like, if, if they went to visit the South, it would have been different for them. But they never did that, did they? <laughs> um, group G, um, Freiburg finished the group, finished top of the group. I'm very okay. excited that Nantes actually finished second. The, the uh, Nantes, original, I believe, we will win. <laughs> they, they were they were struggling, um, but that <laughs> Nantes, 
I, not advancing is very funny to me. Well, <laughs> not only got in because they won the French Cup last season. Like that's yeah, what got them into. I, I love that. I'm so down and, <laughs> to get in there. And they, they've been kind of struggling in the league because they're playing these Europa League matches. And like they're not as <laughs> not <laughs> really worn thin right now. Yeah, they're like we only got 19 dudes on the roster. This right. Is a lot. <laughs> Meanwhile, Olympiacos signing Marcelo and James Rodriguez and uh, finish bottom of the group. <laughs> <laughs> two points I think I wonder, Marcelo, I wonder who right now is faster Marcelo or Hummus in a, uh, in a Hummus, sprint I don't think so Doug I saw a highlight of hum, Hummus playing I was like oh my god <laughs> well, this well, man's been having Diet Coke every day like me Doug <laughs> stupid I think Marcelo's only played one match that's um, a homie though big respect Marcelo legend forever yeah group H um I, this Hungarian team, I think they're Hungarian. Ferenc, Savaros. Okay, the, you're going hard, man. Going so won, hard. They won the group, and then Monaco was second. Yay! Uh, Monaco yeah. made it out. Which I think it, it went to the last day in this group, too. Yes, but, um, it did. I saw the preview highlights. Yeah, Trapezoid finished third, and they're out in some Belgian team or, or some, I don't know, some other team. Oh, I think it's Red Star Belgrade. I think they finished last. Well, well, what happened to the team that uh, – uh, our boy Nanglin got fired off of for smoking his thing before the game. It wasn't a cigarette, actually. It was a vape. It was a pin. This man smoking pin. That's war. If it was a straight, like, American spirit, that would have been a really good, really good story. But this <laughs> I man think is, that oh, was uh, Royal someone in, Can someone have a list sign him? I want to see him, like, at Target in Placentia. Can we get that, please? <laughs> I think it was Royal Antwerp, but I'm not sure. Also, can he even get a visa to come to America? I don't even know if he could do it, dude. I don't know. I mean, from Belgium, he'd probably be all right. Maybe, um, dog. But, but definitely it's a big maybe. <laughs> yes. um, okay, let me go real fast through. Please. Um, you have to do You have to do conversely, dog. Yes, I do. Yes, I do. I have to do it. You don't um, watch it anymore because Marseille's not there. Of course not. Um, <laughs> Istanbul, Istanbul Bashak here won their group and uh, Fiorentina was second. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't even know what this means. Like, does I don't even know if like the top two teams or is only the top one goes. I don't even know. Um, group B, West Ham won their group and Anderlecht was second. Didn't West Ham get absolutely dog destroyed this weekend in Premier League or something too? That's great. I'm not sure, but they were six and zero in their group in uh, in. Uh, they got a just a team that Paqueta is Aston Villa. Paqueta was is West Ham, and and Maxwell yeah. Cornet, but I feel like they're both hurt right now. Um, yeah, I just want to see more Paqueta dances. Go ahead, though. <laughs> uh, group C, Villarreal was first, and some other team was second. Can't pronounce it. Um, nice won Group D. Okay, and then Partizan won. It was second. Um, Az Alkmar was uh, first in Group E, and Dina Pro won. I don't know if this is actually a Ukrainian team or not, but I don't know. Uh, a- I'm skipping Group F. I'm skipping Group G. And I'm skipping Group H. <laughs> so just know there's some wild names and a couple sprinkles of real teams in there. On Mark Mercari, there's a 3X Ukraine Yarmolenko jersey for 30 bucks, and I really want to get it. <laughs> That's a lot. Um, 30 bucks? <laughs> Stop. Uh, what was I going to say? I think the draw for Champions League is on Monday. I don't know if it's also Europa League. But... Just know Real Madrid is going to get some heavy hitter in, in the first round. Every year, it's like, oh, let's, let's, see, let's see. Watch, watch it be PSG again, dog. <laughs> probably, probably. Um, Here's Bayern first round. Like, dude, they can't, they can't play Bayern. 
Okay. They could play Bruja, Inter, Eintracht Frankfurt, Milan, RB Leipzig. No, I guess they can't play RB Leipzig. Uh, Dortmund or PSG. Yeah. They All the second place teams they can play. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That'd be cool. Can we get Milan? That'd be cool. And I want to watch that. That'd, that'd be, be cool. cool. That'd be that'd be dope. That'd be dope. Um, but yeah, they'll probably they'll they will probably get PSG or PSG. <laughs> yeah, or Benfica. I can see them playing Benfica. Or Bayern. Um no Bayern finished first. No, I'm it? sorry. Uh or PSG will get Bayern. Yeah, yeah. Um, but we'll see. Anyway, the 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 draw is on Monday, so we'll see what's up with that. But uh really fast, your boy uh Gerard PK is retiring um this weekend. And I do have a theory, but I do want to know what you think about that. And and don't and don't troll him, dude. Come on, hell. PK is a legend. Um, I've watched him for many years. I don't have anything bad to say about him because also I'll say this much: I don't right now. I, as someone who's a big, stronger believer in the labor force, I believe in unionization. I believe in workers' rights and compensate compensated fairly. This man is owed money and has basically been paying for free. So this is a bipartisan issue. So I am not <laughs> I am not attacking him. We got no beef. Pay this man. And if retirement means he's going to get his money faster or by any means necessary, pay PK. Hashtag pay PK. Congrats on a great career. It was fun. Um, but I kind of felt like it was over when that last game we watched – they decided the first thing they was gonna do off the bench off of off of a Eric Garcia injury was bring in Marcos Alonso as center back. It was almost like, well, goddamn, is PK like <laughs> I'm sure the board is like, don't play him at all because he's literally paying for free and this is a lawsuit. <laughs> so him coming off, I'm sure, was making the big wig sweat. They're like, uh, why is he out in the field? <laughs> he has no insurance. Like <laughs> he's a free player. <laughs> so Congrats on a great career. I think the, the the cool thing about this sport is that people who you don't like, whatever, rivalries are important. It was uh, wonderful to watch them over the years. Barcelona was a beast. I mean, you can the, talk some it. more shit than that. Damn. You kind of hated him. I don't want to really want to – I don't like him, but I don't like people being treated unfairly also. Like, no matter kind of who you are, like – he still trains and works hard every day. Like he still trains. He goes to the gym and runs around for three hours, and then he goes and kicks the ball around to lazy practice. But he deserves to get paid and compensated because he's an attraction. He's an athlete. He's an entertainer, and people go to see him. So, um, whatever that's going on there is messed up. And Barcelona needs to get something. They need to do something about that because it's. Uh, it's. I don't think that's right. But congrats on a career, career BK, and you're still a bootlicker. But go ahead. <laughs> um, definitely. Um... He's had a great career. Um, started off at Man U. Actually, won the league and Champions League with Man U. He won everything. Actually, everything. Like, yeah, he's won it all. World Cup. Yeah, he won the Euros. World Cup, won Euros Every, yeah. He's won it all, dog. Yeah, for the sure. Man's a winner. Over a hundred. Over a hundred caps with Spain. Um, yeah. I don't know if he feels like he's a coon for that, but um, <laughs> <laughs> but um, you know, great career. Um. I'll say this. I'll, I'll say this before I say my theory. And, and also, I totally agree. He need to get his money right now. Yeah. Um, watching Gerard Piquet for me was like, that's what made me realize that you don't have to be a great athlete in professional soccer to be an elite player because this man is like not athletic. He's not fast. He's the smallest and, hips in America. Like in the there's world. nothing about him that like screams professional athlete. But the fact that he could be an elite player for that long, I'm just like, 
you don't even have to be like that great of an athlete to to be an elite player, especially a center back yeah. in the heights of a professional soccer. Yeah. I don't think he's ever lifted more than a 25 pound dumbbell, but I can respect that um, he is on the field. Uh, yeah. You know, he's one there, but you're absolutely right. That he's the, he's like what I think of, of like, when I think of like night like 1890s, like football players, you know, whatever, like they're like, oh, these guys are physical beasts. I'm like, no, they're not. <laughs> like my friend, he, he was really good at beating other guys in his era. But if he were to come here, he's getting smoked and destroyed. So. Caesar, I, I listen to these guys at ESPFC talking about all oh, the 80s. They could never. I'm like, dog, I'm telling you right now, the steroids I, we're doing now, you don't want to smoke, dog. I, I, I'm just like, dog, like, do y'all see Kyle Walker, dude? He is big, massive, fast strong at 30 34 and, and and also can play football like yeah. and this dude is a right back and all like the center backs back then are like harry Maguire, dog We're like and, and and kyle walker's a right back and he's like not even like some big star no. and this dude is like a physical specimen that dude would run circles around everybody in the 80s gerard pk still couldn't play in the 80s <laughs> no, no it's, well, actually it's no gerard pk he he obviously he can because he can play now still, but yeah, no, no, I know what you mean, but no, like also they always are t- they're like when I told you they're making disparaging comments about players um complaining about the World Cup being right now and yeah. uh, players and the injuries and you know the guy on Peacock was saying oh like you know uh they have to he was making a comment saying like he was kind of annoyed that the players like basically don't saying they play too much games right yeah mind you. This month has been riddled with a cruciate ligament tears. I mean, yeah, for sure. I've this is a crazy amount of ligament tears in a month. It's like that then that usually comes from like lack of stretching, yeah, exhaustion. Of it's it's just inner freak access, but it comes from that. It's just I'm like, they're they're gonna be scheduled to put some of these players are gonna be scheduled to play up to like 78 games this year. Yeah. 70 games. Your your grandpa never played seventy games in a year. No. There wasn't some of those leagues had ten teams back in the day. They could ten drink, teams in your fucking league. You were playing maybe thirty. They, 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 they were drinking beer before the game. Dude. Yeah, you were you were you were boasting about eating hot dogs. That's yeah, not exactly. that doesn't tell me you guys were baller. That no. tells me that it was it was popping back then. It you was, was vibing. Um, but back to PK. I do have a yeah, theory. Yeah, <laughs> I do have a theory. This is what I think, because we did. We, you just mentioned that they ain't giving PK his money. No, this is what, and, and you know, and we know that he got divorced recently. Shakira made them hips move on by him. Well, this is what I think he might be doing. Gerard PK might be looking across the pond, like, damn, yo, if she can do it, maybe I can do it. He saw Kim Kardashian go to law school. He was like, maybe I need to go to law school and figure out how to get my money from Laporta and them. He's like, maybe, you know, these lawyers ain't helping me out. Maybe I need to go myself, go to law. I got to retire, go to law school, figure out how to get my damn money from these fools in the Barca board. I would agree with you, but I have one contention, which this is a fantastic theory. This this PK Redemption Lark is a great series I want to watch on Netflix. This is a good series to watch. From like retired. The only reason I don't believe he would do it is because I think he's a little brain dead. Because oh he, come on, dude. No, let me tell you why. Let me finish my reason. 
because he's a streamer. He streams. He's he's spending all day playing FIFA for like eight hours. Really? I'm like, that's why you don't work out because you built like a stick because you're playing video games, drinking Coke like me all day. I didn't know that. I didn't know he's, he's a streamer. Just, he's a little Twitch streamer. You know, he does his little video game and like Kunaguero does. Uh, um, uh, so if he was not a streamer, I'd be like, he'd probably read books and, and would do that. But because he's on the internet for real, <laughs> yeah. And also, he. You're kind of reminding me of some comments he made in the past. I'm kind of getting angry about him again, but I'm trying to keep my union brain focused. <laughs> I'm trying to be like, congrats on a great career. Pay this man his money and best of luck to you. Go to America, become a, a trial lawyer for workers' rights and get your money back, dog. Be like, get your money back and sue the balls out of Barcelona, please. Uh, 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 damn, he's got 500,000 followers on, on uh, Twitch. Um, that, 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 that's I mean, of- that's, it says he was. Decent. It says he was. He's, last, he's a mega celebrity, yeah, like. But, oh, Caesar it says he was last live in April, dude. Um, sure. but, but I guess he owns an esports team. He does. He owns an esports organization with Abaya. Yeah, yeah, the big Spanish dude. Okay. Um, what's the name? Okay, well, maybe he's not going to do that, but he needs to go get his money either way. Um, yeah, no, I agree. I agree. But uh, pay this man his money. I don't want to see it, and in, 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 and if not, be like, I want money back. With interest, you feel me? Um, but yeah, he's retiring, and you know, Barcelona will be fine, they're in Europa League, and they're you know, they're fighting in the league, they'll be all right. Get, they're gonna get bounced there too, but I'm down. <laughs> but before we end the podcast, Caesar, <clears throat> there was a tragedy recently, so I'm gonna need you to, I'm gonna say this line, and I need you to say the next part, and I'm gonna censor the next part. Why <laughs> you got it muted? Are you gonna cry? Thank <laughs> uh I'm gonna say I'm gonna start it. You do the middle, and I'm gonna censor the last part. But I'm gonna do the last part. But I'll censor it, okay? Because <laughs> there was a tragedy, dude. And you know, I was like, "Damn, dude, for real." I wouldn't go listen. I went to listen to all the old Migo songs we used to listen to, dog. I was like, "Damn, what was them old songs we used to listen to?" But I'm gonna say it right now. <laughs> this is. What it is, young rich mm, nigger. Hey, hey, man. Hey, I said I was gonna do it and censor it. Damn, hold on, hold on. I'm like, I almost fainted right now from laughing. Like, it was too much laughing right there. Oh my god, this oh. is what it is, young rich. Mm, they they. Why? RN <laughs> they 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 takeoff was tragically murdered. Um we don't know who did it. It was friendly fire weather, there's all kinds of rumors, but either way, it just shows that there's just too many guns in this country. We were talking about it on PowerPoint recently. You know, when you got a bunch of guns and people just got guns for no reason, they're gonna get used. People are gonna brandish them. And sadly, that's what happened. Um, and now, you know, one of the trailblazing pioneering rappers from the last decade <clears throat> takeoff of the Migos is dead. And that's a damn shame. I have a couple of things to say about this. I think it's sad. I remember years ago, I watched Migos coming up as a fan, especially too. And, you know, they used to be in those trap houses and all that stuff. And, you know, and and I liked Migos a lot. I think that 
they're going to get credit one day for basically being a part of the the kick kickoff for like this whole style of music and 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 like the explosion of, of music in the south was absolutely migos like they were they were the staple in the original like the original original like face of the brand um really sad you know takeoff was young too he's born 24 20 years old not didn't well, even didn't even get to reach his 30s so sad and um gun violence it, it, people like dj academics go online and they talk about how it's good to be locking up rappers for this stuff and talk about how violence is increasing streets even though statistically it's shown that violence has gone down but one thing that's always going to remain prevalent is the easy access of weapons and firearms I'll give a little bit of a comparison. In California, we had the Pelosi family was was uh the Paul Pelosi was attacked in his home. And he's in a state where it's really difficult to acquire firearms without proper licensing. All he had was a hammer on him. Paul Pelosi lived. Can you imagine if Paul if this man was walking in there with an AK or strapped up in California, walked in there, it could have been a horrific scene where people would have died. You take away guns, you increase morality, like mortality. It, it's it's proven like the the less guns you have the more people are able to survive which i mean it's easier a better chance of survival without guns being so accessible in the streets um people are going to get guns no matter what but when you make it harder to access it's going to be it's going to save lives we need to move towards this the violence needs to stop especially with like a lot of these people who are prominent members of the community looking at takeoff passing away made me go into my snapchat uh memories and i was looking at the videos of us at nipsey passing away and i got like a little emotional about that i was like damn I, that was that was a really important uh that was a big emo- that was a big moment in my life for me um they just i'll never forget that day and uh so it's got to stop we got to take these guns off the streets and all the people's hands and and uh yeah we can't have this no more man yeah man uh look migos me and caesar used to be singing them songs uh i'm the, the baker's man in a huddle, calling play just like Christian Ponder. Ponder. <laughs> Hit him with the sack. Screened Ponder. That's a fantastic. <laughs> and Ponder doesn't even know he's in that song. That's incredible. Incredible. Hit him with the sack. Uh oh. Fumble. <laughs> uh oh. Fumble. They're like the, they they. What that was great about them is that we were a big fan of when rappers had great ad libs, and they oh, said. Yeah. We're gonna take your ad libs and make it a mastercraft, and they did that for a lot of mixtapes. It was a great time listening to their ad libs in the first album. It was a great time. It was a good. I, I I'm the one. That, I'm the first one. I discovered Bad and Bougie. I was the one that discovered you that did. song. And then you originally the one that hated that Uzi Vert was on it. <laughs> God damn, so bad. That's not really. That's not really a Migos song though. Bad and Bougie's Migos. Is it? I thought it was just. I was just. Um, what's his name on there? No, no, it was, it was Quavo and Offset, but uh, you're right. It is Amigo, so I'm, I'm tripping. I'm tripping. What's the name? Um, but we used to. I used to be playing Spotted, <clears throat> and uh, and uh, there's a there's a there's a water drop on there, and we used to be like, when you get it, you gotta be like, raindrop, drop top. <laughs> I'm like, it's forever. Uh, that's a, that's in my head. Did it pop pop pop? <laughs> <laughs> like uh, Bad and Bougie, I think Bad and Bougie's what kind of made them like more mainstream for real because that's yeah. huge. That yeah, absolutely. That 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 made people like uh, Quavo and then, um, Offset. You know, they exploded off of that. You yeah. know what I mean? And um, Takeoff is an important is a piece of that. Obviously, he didn't become as big as both of them, but 
he's part of Migos and you're just as part and, of the journey. And, and it's and, and they always said that he invented that flow of theirs, though. Was, I'm, I'm, it, I wouldn't be surprised. And, you know, the thing I always say is that um, it's really sad because I think what's it, it's it's I don't like people also like fetishizing the videos and watching the videos of like the, the shooting and stuff like that. I didn't I personally chose not to watch it. You know, people are talking about there's like a lot of screaming going on and stuff like that. What happened? And then Quavo screaming, holding him. I'm like, I, I, I can't watch that kind of stuff. But all I know is that it would have been preventative if or at least better, a better chance of it not happening if we would do something about the gun violence. Because it's oh, fumble. fumble. Uh, I'll say this, too. This is the last thing I'll say about takeoff. He's the first person I ever heard say the word cap. The first person ever. It was on a Breakfast Club interview. I forgot what Charlemagne asked him, and he was just sitting. There, he was like, "Cap." <laughs> <laughs> that was the first time I ever heard that. I had no idea what the hell he was talking about. Now everybody say that shit. <laughs> yeah, well, um, I mean, Migos is the original anti-media, and I can respect that. They hated doing media so much; it was fantastic. I remember when they did a uh, almost beat up Joe Budden. That was one of my favorite moments. Yeah, the floral was... foods. I'm like, that's great. What academics ask him? Uh, ask, ask, take off. You, you love it. I think you live a bad bougie. You love a bougie. Uh, what? Huh? I think you live a bad bougie. You got left a bad bougie. I think you live up. And then that was great. That, that was yeah, one that of the great. great that was great. <laughs> the only thing that would have made it better if I actually did swing on Joe Budden, but that didn't and, happen. Uh, okay. uh, I wish that they stomped out them, him and academics. That'd yeah, yeah, great. right there would have been fantastic. Yeah, they just told Nesca back up. <laughs> yeah. uh, they they used to have beef actually with some of them. With the uh, did they have beef with the. Uh, some Chicago, with the Chicago dudes. I feel like they had beef with like Chief Keef and them, or maybe it was some DC dudes. It wasn't Chief Keef. It was somebody else. It was like some DC rappers. I, I remember that. Yeah, yeah I remember but, that. But it, but it all got ironed out. Yeah, man. yeah. What's his name? What? Well, yeah, no, I forgot. Some some big OG like basically talked to like both of the both sides and calmed down. I forgot who it was, but I know uh, you're talking about. Yeah, that was early Migos days, and it mm-hmm. was kind of wild. But it was kind of turned up. <laughs> mm-hmm. no, that's cool, man. Shout out to them. Uh, I really wish the best to that fan. I know they're, they're like cousins, something like that, and then uh, family members. I just, you know, wish the best to that family. I hope, you know, everything, you know, gets better and smooth. And so that that's horrible to hear, like horrible. Yeah, no, I, that was, I was kind of, I was like, what? Yeah, that's, that's yeah. a, that's really sad news too. You know, like at a bowling alley too. And apparently like he wasn't even the one that started the, the, the problem. Like, nah. oh, that's terrible. Wild, yo. That's why guns are violent because guns, guns just suck. Dude. You know why it's guns trash. suck? Also, because even if you have an like and like a target in mind, what happens with guns is other people get, get die out of result of it. Like, yes, because if you would fall the altercation, it wasn't about like take off, you know, against the world. It was an altercation between two other people, and he just happened to be there too, defending somebody, and then he takes the L. So Absolutely. that's why guns are bad because. You're not, you're not a, you're not an assassin, Jack Reacher. You know, <laughs> people, friendly fire is real. All these things are real. It's yeah. dangerous. It's, a, it's literally a killing machine. Okay, literally, that's it to kill humans. That's yeah, that's it. what it's made for. That's it. That's it. Um, but yeah, man, real tragedy. Um, and yeah, I don't even know. Like, it's just really sad. Um, yeah. R.I.P. R.I.P. Takeoff. Yeah, let's get one more. This is what it is. Young Rich Why R N That was our shit back then. Anyway, <laughs> episode uh two seventy eight, we made a podcast. I'm gonna listen to that today. 
Oh, I've been listening to all of them, dog. I'm going to go back to that old playlist on Spotify and bump all those old 1017 songs. Uh, dog, I was listening to, uh, to damn, what's the one? Um, Christian Ponder. Yeah, what, what is the name of that? Oh, Baker's Man. I was listening to Baker's I'm Man. I'm Baker's Man. Steve. I was listening to Fight Night. Oh, no. That's the original twerk anthem. That's that was my shit. I love Fight Night. <laughs> that was back when clubs were decent. <laughs> you right. Anyway, we made podcast holler. We showed up and made it. No invitations, we showed up and made it. No invitations, we showed up and made it. Showed up and made it. Showed up and made it. It can get scary when you legendary. You legendary.